everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Okay to Pee a Little. I am back with another solo episode, and today I wanted to just go over a few tips when it comes to meal prepping. But before we jump in, this podcast is officially sponsored by Move Weight. Move Weight produces the best wrist reps for any type of lifting. Whether you're a powerlifter, bodybuilder, or just like to work out and need a little support, these wraps have you covered. Be sure to keep an eye out on their social media as they have some new and exciting things coming soon. Their Instagram is MoveWT. You can also visit moveweight.com apparel uh, to check out their gear. And if you find something you like, use code It's okay Podcast to save 10%. All right, so just jumping right in here, uh, meal prepping is probably one of the most time-consuming things for anyone. Uh, it doesn't really matter if you're into lifting or not. I feel like most people can agree that this is one of those things that just takes time, effort, and some creativity if you're just getting bored. Of what you're eating. Um, so I hope that some of my tips can help alleviate some of that stress and help keep you on track to eating healthier and just overall getting the calories and macros you strive to get in daily. I would say my very first tip would be to plan out what you want to eat the week before, um, especially before you start cooking, and just give yourself a couple of ideas. Maybe one for lunch, one for dinner. I can't stand eating the same two meals in one day, so that doesn't mean that you have to do this, but if you like what you've made and you can eat it twice a day, um, absolutely do it. But for me personally, I don't like to do this. Um, I like variety. So more than a few ideas for lunch and for dinner really helps me out in this. And I guess I should back up and say that I personally don't meal prep breakfast. This is one meal that I cook fresh daily, and that's solely because I work from home and have the ability to do so. If you're not like me uh, and you and you need some some tips on this, I the only thing I can really say is to plan out this meal as well. I've heard of people making breakfast wraps or sandwiches and freezing them just to make it a quick and easy grab on your way out the door. I personally don't really like reheating eggs in the morning. So for me, a fresh breakfast is really what helps me like start my day. And, you know, that's different for everybody. And again, I work from home, so I have the ability to do this. But anyway, so just for the sake of this episode, um, based on the fact that I do not have to meal prep breakfast, all meals I'll be discussing for this episode or are for my lunch and for my dinners. After planning out what you want to eat for that week, um, obviously you either have the food items that you need or you have to go shopping. The reason I bring up shopping is because we buy certain items or me and Mike buy certain items in bulk. Um, I know the prices of everything are surging, but a couple pound bag of rice can be anywhere from like $7 to 10 depending on where you are. If it's less than that, you're super lucky. But <laughs> around Portland, shit's expensive. So we have a membership to Sam's Club, and this saves us a ton in the sense of buying in bulk. A 25-pound bag of rice is like $15 to $17 and lasts us such a long time. And we eat a lot of rice, <laughs> like a lot of rice. So this is really worth it for us. It's not really worth it for us to be going through that couple pound bag of rice versus like the 25 pound bag of rice. For example, Mike started planning out his meals a little bit more recently and was eating just under three cups of uncooked rice a day. Um, and that's not even including the rice that I needed for myself. So again, that's a lot of rice in the rice cooker for us. 
we just really enjoy buying the big bags. <laughs> we go through quite a bit of it, um, and it makes sense for us to bulk buy in in terms of that um saves us a lot in the long run just because we do like i said go through it like crazy another thing that we actually buy from sam's club is all of our meat so beef and ground chicken we eat a lot of beef like a lot of beef so this has also proved to be you know a money saver in that sense for the most part we buy um rice beef and (laughs) protein drinks from sam's club everything else we definitely just go to a normal grocery store and, and pick up just because we don't go through that stuff as much. The produce is harder to keep fresh if you buy it in bulk like that. So unless you're eating like a ton of produce really quickly, just keep that in mind when buying in bulk as convenient as it might be. It's just, it really just depends on what you eat daily and what you're consuming the most of that I would recommend buying in bulk. If you don't have a membership to stores like Sam's Club or BJ's or Costco, um, you know, Walmart has a lot of really bulky items like that as well that are just as affordable. Anything, like I said, you eat a lot of multiple times a day, it's worth looking into. For example, if we don't have time to go to Sam's Club to pick up meat and we're already going to Walmart, like Walmart has a good option too if, if you don't have a membership to any of those big box stores. But so... Anyway, tips one and two, plan your meals out and then buy in bulk. Um, Be specific about what you buy in bulk. You know, I just went through that. But when it comes to actually cooking, because I know this is the most stressful part for some people, this is where your plan can really come in handy. If you have two meals with rice or sweet potatoes, you know, those things, just cooking them all at once for every single meal is a huge time saver. You know, going to go on a little tangent here, but if you have a rice cooker, this is also a huge time saver. Um, My biggest piece of advice that I can give for meal prepping is to buy a damn rice cooker. These honestly save so much time, so much space when it comes to actually cooking the meal um, and meal prepping itself. I don't have to constantly make sure the water is boiling over while I'm cooking rice. You know, I figured out my rice to water ratio with the rice cooker and it comes out just the way I want to every single time. And I'm able to cook so much of it all at once that it really is a time saver and it's worth the investment. They're not super expensive either. I think I got ours at Walmart or Amazon for like 20 bucks or something. But if you come away from anything in this episode, let it be that a rice cooker is worth it. <laughs> I think another time saver that you could invest in if you want, um, or you know, maybe you want to explore a little bit more of, is an air fryer or a crock pot. I need to be better at using our air fryer. Uh, however, for our apartment, it takes up a little too much space on our counter, so it doesn't get as used. It doesn't get used as much as I would like it to be used, but. Um, When I have used it, it's the same thing with a rice cooker. It can really help with time and, you know, same thing with a crock pot or a slow cooker. I know some people have different names for those, but I can cook a bunch of chicken all at once while at home and continue doing what I'm doing. It's just like the same thing as the rice without like slaving over the the stove or the oven. um, I can just kind of set those and I wouldn't say forget them (laughs) because you definitely don't want to forget them. But with the rice cooker that is on a timer with some slow cookers or crock pots, I believe you can do a timer. But for the most part, 
at least for me with ours, I don't think ours has a timer. So I have to, you know, think about that in the back of my head while doing whatever I'm doing. Just because I am on the topic of helpful time savers or essentials, if you're counting macros and you don't have a scale, get a food scale. Measuring out your food instead of estimating how much you've eaten is a huge game changer. Um, And I think you'll be surprised at how much you're either eating too much of or not enough of. And then I think this should go without saying too, you want to get a bunch of containers. (laughs) I feel like that's not really something that people think about. Um, They have like these big containers and they'll put all of their leftovers all in one container. But individual containers for meal prep will help significantly, especially if you are counting your macros and have to measure out each item within the container of, of your food or your meal prep. So anyway, in addition to these time saver tricks, when it comes to actually cooking your protein and rice, I would say my biggest tip is just keep everything pretty bland. And I'm not saying don't season things because that's really gross. What I'm saying is don't put a ton of specific types of sauces. Um, Or if you're like me, I am a big fan of taco seasoning and it's my go-to. But like, you know, whatever it is that you like on all of the meat or protein, um, by keeping it pretty bland will help you later on in the week when you might just be getting sick of eating like, you know, your go-to stuff. Like I said, for me, it's, you know, taco seasoning on like the beef or chicken. Um, By like day three or four, I really don't want to eat any more of that. So by keeping it bland, um, that helps me out. You can always add the sauces or the seasonings and change it up throughout the week. So, you know, keeping it basic will help you in the long run. As I just said, I will admit there will be times where I eat a taco bowl for lunch and like some sort of like beef and rice combo for dinner all week long. Or, you know, I'll swap them so, like, I'll have a beef and rice meal for lunch instead of dinner um, and then go for the taco bowl for dinner. But that's, again, (laughs) I really like Mexican food, so I don't really get sick of eating all of that. Mike, however, gets sick of it. So, again, just keeping it bland can help um, other members of your household. Or if you just don't like to eat the same thing every single day, it helps not get sick of what you're cooking. And that, I think, is a huge piece to meal prepping, too, is it's easy to get sick of what you've meal prepped for the week. So a variety in terms of keeping it bland will will help you out. One of the questions that came in was, how many days ahead do I meal prep? I would say approximately four to five days, but after I started meal prepping for two, um, that really got knocked down to about two to three days. Yeah, I would say two to three days. But when buying in bulk, um, we've started to figure out you know, that we can get back to that four to five day range if needed. Um, So, you know, it just comes with practice, I think. But I know how many days I can get out of, um, you know, of of two pounds of beef that I'll cook at a time. Typically, we will buy around five pounds or just under five pounds. And that, you know, the two pounds itself will actually last us uh, probably about two days, if that Um, really just depends on, you know, where we're at in our prep. I mean, I think like if you think about it, like Mike's going to be eat a, Mike's going to be eating a lot more. I mean, he eats a lot anyway, but like as both of us kind of gear up in our prep, I think we're a lot hungrier. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm always hungry. Mike's always hungry. So like I said, that that two pounds of beef will probably last us just under two days if we're both eating the meal preps. So anyway, I, I know 
I know now approximately how many meals I can get out of the beef that we buy or the chicken. And I I think I'll, ad- I'll admit this, but like it does take a little bit of time to nail down how much food is going to get you through each day. Um, but once you get into a rhythm of meal prepping, you'll know exactly how many meals you'll have for the week. I would also recommend dedicating a day to meal prepping, not the entire day, but like Sundays I try to meal prep if I can or... If I can get it um, get it done during the week while I'm working, I'll try to do that. But I'll try to do all my meal prepping in one day. This will help you kind of get into a rhythm of cooking and just dedicating that time. And it's just like dedicating your time to the gym. Dedicating your time to eating well is a huge part of your fitness journey. And um, I think once you get into a pattern of, all right, so every Sunday I'm going to meal prep or every Tuesday I'm going to go grocery shopping and then start meal prepping on Wednesday. Um, I think if you stick to a schedule, um, that will really help you in the beginning stages of meal prepping itself. It's just, you know, just like I said, like your fitness journey, you know, dedicating that time is going to help you a lot. And then I I think something that I won't dive too deeply into Um, even though I I mentioned this a little bit earlier, is counting macros. I'll admit right now that I'm actually the worst at counting macros in the sense of, you know, doing it every single day. When I was bulking, I was actually much better at tracking because I needed to make sure I was getting everything in and I was hitting my um, insane amount of calories and and all my macros, but I was consistent with it. And so I was able to eventually you know, stop counting so religiously because I was eating relatively the same things every day, you know, week over week. So I knew when um, I would be hitting my macros and and hitting my calories. Um, It's a little different, you know, while I maintain my body weight, and I'm going to put air quotes around maintain, just because, again, like I don't count during that during this time. Um, I don't really keep track of my macros or, or my calories during this time. But it kind of goes back to, you know, once you get used to counting your calories or counting your macros, um, like I mentioned, when I was bulking, once I got good at it, um, you know, I didn't have to do it as religiously because I knew how much I should be eating or how I um, or what I shouldn't be eating in order to stay at the body weight that I'm at. If I see like or, you know, sometimes I can actually feel that I'm a little bit underweight. You know, I, I think that's something that you become a little bit aware of you know, once you're really into lifting or powerlifting or bodybuilding, whatever it is, um, it's like a weird thing to say, but you know when you haven't eaten enough. You know when you've eaten too much. You know when you haven't gotten enough protein or enough carbs, Um, especially if you're eating the same stuff day over or day after day or like week after week. Your body gets used to those nutrients. And then, I mean, like for me, like if I go off what I normally eat, um, I can usually feel that and feel really shitty. My body's used to digesting beef. It's used to digesting uh, rice or chicken. So like if I go off that and just eat like shit for a couple of days, you know, my body really feels it. So I guess you could say that's like a good and bad thing with meal prepping is that you become really accustomed to what you're putting into your body. But and I say like bad thing with like air quotes because, you know, it's fine if you want to like indulge in pizza but or indulge in like you know a big bowl of macaroni and cheese or like a big like whatever it is that is your like go-to like like soul food or like comfort food um 
once you're really into meal prepping, I would say, especially healthy meal prepping, I would say that you're going to feel that um, and you're going to feel the difference of like how your body reacts to it once you've been almost conditioning it to eat what you're eating. And I, I feel like I just went on a tangent there, but I think the last tip that I have for meal prepping, you know, is if you work in an office or if you have to go somewhere or uh, you know, you're just not going to be home and you want to make sure that you have something available if you're like hungry all the time, because I'm basically hungry very specific times of the day. And I, I knew when I was like in the, in the office that I wouldn't really have access to my food like I do when I'm home. So when I was going into the office, I would meal prep, I would meal prep my snacks as well. So some of the meals that that would look like for me were like, yogurts with fruit and granola or anything that, you know, I knew would take time in the morning that I didn't normally have. Um, I'd meal prep it along or I'd prep it along with my meals. I had little sauce containers or small containers for granola, basically all ready to go. Um, Any kind of snack packs that I think that would be good during the day, I'd bring those too. But it really helped me a lot, you know, in terms of time and to make sure that I was fueling, uh, fueling myself enough during the day. But yeah, so once you get into a rhythm of meal prepping, I think this becomes a lot easier and a lot less of a chore. It's not easy to be picking out meals each each week. Um, I know that's something that Mike and I struggle with. It does get boring to eat the same things week over week, but um, I would recommend just, you know, digging around on social media, seeing what other people are eating. You know, I have in the past post on my Instagram and just ask for recommendations of what other people eat. I've, you know, I think everyone's done this, but like just kind of dove into the rabbit hole that is like Instagram or Pinterest or whatever it is you use to like find ideas for meal preps. And sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. But I would say, I think like for us, if anyone is looking for any ideas, I could probably list off a few of our go-to meals. But I would say probably our biggest meal that we eat very often is just beef and rice. Um, And again, like I mentioned, in terms of seasoning that, you know, sometimes it'll be like I'll put a little bit of cheese on the beef and then like do some sort of sauce. And then like I'll do like soy sauce on the rice or something. It's pretty simple. You know, again, pretty bland if I'm just doing basic beef and rice. But again, sometimes it's just it's really good like that and it's it's weird but I've just got gotten accustomed to eating just that but a lot of the time too don't forget your veggies I'm just about to go on a tangent with that definitely don't forget your veggies I'll do like you know if I have beef and rice and I I need some other veggies I'll do like a little salad or something with like spinach um, and like other veggies or I'll you know put onions and like and like peppers and whatever other veggies I want in the beef so that I get my veggie intake um, for the for the meals but one of the biggest meals that we'll make that takes a lot of time is what Mike calls monster mash I'm not sure if everyone or anyone else has heard of it but it is super good and I think it's it's probably one of those things that like even if I have it for lunch and dinner I don't really get sick of it But basically what it is, is um, beef, rice, uh, whatever veggies you like. For me, like a go-to is onion and peppers. I don't know why, it's just one of my go-tos. It'll it'll also have uh, spinach, 
some cheese, sweet potatoes, beef broth, barbecue sauce. We'll season it with like salt and pepper and stuff. I think I said spinach already, but that is a super, super good meal. It's really heavy and it also digests well too. Um, so you're not feeling like overly full from it. But basically what you do is you cook your rice on the side, start cooking your beef, prepping it with any veggies that you like. And then basically what you're gonna do is like add whatever sauce. So like for us, it's barbecue sauce. Um, we'll put the cheese in ahead of time too so that it melts and just kind of flavors everything. And then like sometimes Michael actually put maple syrup in there too, um, just for flavor. But for me, I personally don't do that. So it's different if he cooks it. But once all of that's kind of ready to go, all the beef's done, I'll actually throw all of the rice that I've made inside, you know, our, with our beef, with our veggies. And then what I'll do is actually put beef broth right inside that too. And it's quite a bit. Um, you really want it to like soak into the rice. So it's not going to be like a soupy mix. It's actually basically just enough so that the rice soaks in that beef broth and soaks in all the juices from the meat. And then I'll top it with, with sweet potatoes. And it is super good. I don't know where he got this recipe from, but it is honestly probably one of my favorites. We haven't cooked it in a little while, to be honest, because you do need a big pan. <laughs> it is a lot of food if you're cooking it for two. It's a lot of food in general, but it gets us through the week. And it's, I mean, like I said, it's one of my favorites, but, but yeah. So like I said, once you get into a rhythm, it does become a lot easier. And meal prepping at the end of the day, I think is, like I said, you just got to become dedicated to it and it becomes, you know, another day-to-day -day thing that you do alongside your training. Um, I hope you have found some, some of these tips helpful. If there was anything or something that I didn't cover that you wanted to hear more of, by all means, send me a message uh, and I'll either answer, uh, answer you directly or do a part two. If anyone wants to hear more ideas about what to eat, I can definitely do that too or just post some, some ideas. But um, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Okay, see you later.